Hello. Hello. I think that's a different voice with me. Who could that be? I Identify am, yourself. I am an interloper. <laughs> I must say, welcome. Phil has very kindly agreed to, I was going to say stand in for, but um, I don't think it's quite that type of arrangement. Fill in. How does that sound? Are you fill, <laughs> filling in, Phil? I am... I am Phil, Phil in Phil. That's, that's my official title, Phil in Phil. Well, thank you very much for standing in because um, things went, well, Ben was shit. It's <laughs> <laughs> as simple as that. You don't need to I'm, know the politics of it, I'm, but everyone else does. I'm sure he's a very nice man. <laughs> um, do you want to tell us a bit about yourself uh, before I do? Because I'm being polite now. and You know the name of the podcast. You didn't let me finish. Well, I didn't indeed. want to interrupt you. Oh, dear. Okay, we, we nearly did it. Interrupt you. Yes, we'll have to play a jingle over it or something like that. I, I thought I you were am, more than qualified, Phil. I am Philip Cham, ex-Northerner, ex-Midlander, journalist, lecturer, occasional van driver, Basically, I will do anything that people pay me for, but preferably within those, except for the van driving. I thought you said vandal. Yeah, well, you know, we've all done a bit of vandalism in our time, haven't we? Um, It's mostly um, along the lines of, uh, you know, getting angry with your mobile phone and throwing it off a balcony and things like that. In actual fact, something very interesting that you are doing, you are driving, are you not? You just said... Well, I've kind of given that up as well. I am. All right. I have, in because desperate times require desperate measures, been helping Jeff Bezos pad out his bank account even more by delivering parcels for him around Christmas. From what I've heard, that's not a nightmare. Well, yeah, I sort of liken it in some ways to being a Japanese prisoner of war or, or a prisoner <laughs> of war under the Japanese uh, oh. building the Burma Railway. Oh, my God. OK. You know, that's probably, uh, that is, of course, an extreme example. <laughs> and I don't want to belittle the experiences of the people who do. were building the Burma Railway. Even if um, you whinge about your wages, at least you get some. Well, this really gets some yes, and I think the death rate is probably a bit lower on the, uh, in the <laughs> when driving a van. With analogies like that, you may be well suited to this podcast, but we do, of course, know you because you do produce it quite a lot, and you're sort of friend of the podcast, honorary friend. So, um, yes. welcome. I'll just tell you all a bit about myself. I'm Victoria Mitzi. I am a journalist. I am a podcaster, and I am a fitness person as well. I love all things fitness, and I reside in Devon which you all know by now because I bore you to tears with it. So what qualifications do you think you have, Phil, to um, stand in for a crime aficionado? I, I have a grade three CSE in craft. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that may come in useful to some of our listeners, I think. Okay. Send, <laughs> send in your queries about Stitch. To, Stitch. Um, yes. You didn't let me finish podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, I can carve... A small sculpture out of balsa wood. <laughs> I didn't know you were in possession of such skills. Mm, absolutely. I'm glad it is Jeff Bezos. It might be um, sort of like modern art sculpture, but it would nevertheless be a sculpture. 
moving on, moving on. I, look, um, I just I, want to tell everyone what because I want to make this a bit of a shorter one because what we have done is well what I have done is chase my tail all day trying to arrange things with Ben Ander and what he did give me as uh, some of you will find out is a quiz others may not uh, may not well um, yeah some of you may find out because it's in a different format. Well, um, yeah. Well, it, it's kind of one or the other, isn't it? I mean, either they will find out or they won't find out. It's one of those <laughs> things like there either will be a sea battle today or there won't be a sea battle today. A sea battle, did you say? A sea battle, a battle at sea. It's um, <laughs> it's an aspect of philosophy. <laughs> right. Oh, I forgot this about you, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Um, well, will there be a sea battle today, then? Um, there may be, actually. Or will we have loads of juicy stories that Ben and I... Oh, yes, that came into the story. And part of the reason why I got his and my mushes onto a Christmas quiz, which I think you'd like, Phil. I'd like to know what your score is, in fact, when, hopefully, if you listen to it. Um, well, it's not my specialism, actually, but, I, you know, yeah, I, I will. Yes, I will. I look forward to it. We did another, Ben did another special, um, not, you know, being heavily sarcastic with the word special, that he didn't press record again. So we've done this material. So it was here. And I thought, why not ask Phil for his opinion on the following topics? We're revisiting Johnny Depp. Johnny um, Depp. I remember it very well, the, the, all, the, all your coverage of it and the general national and oh, international yes. coverage of it. I think I involved you in that big. whole thing, thinking, oh, shit, the guy who's given us the exclusive is reneging his exclusive. What are we going to do? <laughs> and then he eventually didn't. Do you remember that? Yes, indeed. Yeah. It, that in itself almost became an international incident. <laughs> You're very kind. It just became a storm in a teacup. <laughs> um, coffee but yeah, so we're talking about a very large fashion house keeping their multi-million contract with Johnny Depp despite him losing his uh, libel case where News International called him a wife beater so effectively mm-hmm. they stood by that claim mm-hmm. um, and then we've got Transgendered Edinburgh woman stabs neighbour 29 times over Christmas present dispute. Well, it, yeah, I, thought, you know. I thought we'd have a bit of a Christmas yeah, you know, we, crime we can, of course. You. It's very, very, uh, very topical. And coming topical. Up. Not, not necessarily the stabbing, but the, uh, the Christmasness. Well, we hope not. Who knows what's going on over lockdown 30? What, what lockdown are we on? Oh. We're just even a lockdown. I don't even know what it is anymore. Nobody knows what it is. Nobody has a clue. No, they don't. But they're all very cross, aren't they? Are you very cross, Phil? Well, I'm very cross because you know you just think, here we are ending 2020, which never really existed for most people. Mostly locked up. Can't see our relatives. We're a week away from uh, leaving the European Union, which is the other biggest disaster that we faced, and nobody has any idea whatsoever what we face for that as well. So, yeah. I However, think, I think on the plus side, I've I discovered the, pl- the clearance sections of fashion sites. <laughs> it's not all it bad. That just clears your bank account out, doesn't it? Well, no, I'm just buying shit for like £2.50 when other people haven't nabbed it first. Have you, you done can, this, Phil? You, you, don't have to, you don't have to pay £2.50 for shit. You just go down the local park. <laughs> oh, God. Another headline. Oh, God, you're such a journalist. <laughs> nabbed. So what have we got? We've got those two, and we are revisiting uh, the naked 
activities. This is the little Nicky Game podcast. Show thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so I'll be putting you on the spot. We'll be revealing, being the correct word, what Ando said in the podcast that didn't record what he said that his naked activity would have been had he been part of this phony game show where victims were told to strip for £5,000 in a hoax. Huh? So what was? What, 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 was what, what, did, what, what did he say? I, I want to reveal that later. I'd like to crack Fine. on. Okay, uh, yeah, um, crack on then. Sorry, would you? I just told you what to do, and then I know you're a guest around here, so you're not going to go think oh, you have fuck a, off. A reputa- <laughs> I think you have a reputation for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're very, if you're very good and you do everything I say, I'll tell you about the twelve crimes of Christmas. I've just found that. <laughs> <laughs> and you do um, like to sing, don't you, Phil? I've heard you singing before. You only in the bathroom. Sing the twelve crimes of. You could go sing in the bathroom. Are you Curious in the bathroom in the now? <laughs> yeah, but you can hear the echo, echo, echo. Yes, I did. Um, I did a, a course um, over, like whatever it is, Microsoft shit, and um, it. The woman who piped up every now and then sounded like she was in the bathroom. And when I put it on the chatty thing that she was in the bathroom, we couldn't. There were about three of us in different parts of the room having hysterics. That just like, and she'd been like, "Yes, I think it might be to the quotient of." X minus four. It's when you start hearing the kind of, you know, the, the sort of wet farts in between that, that it's the giveaway, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> I, I thought I heard a few, Cherm. Can you, can you hold it down, please? <laughs> <laughs> Don't blame the dog. It's a... Uh, and he starts hearing the, the water running from the shower and singing in the shower. Now I do want to crack on because I'm all podcast. I don't know about you guys, but I'm all podcasted out. And that's why we're having a break, Phil, before you think, oh, no, she's going to call me again next week when Ben Amber decides <laughs> he's got to clean the fluff from between his this toes is, again. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, yes, before that happens, start telling me all about Depp and Dior. By the way, do you not think that Dior, Dior sounds like a kind of extremely aristocratic person just saying, dear. Hello, dear. That's because we're all watching The Crown. Yeah, it is, yeah, it's a bit of a good Everything way. turns into that. Are you watching it? I'm watching it too. Are you enjoying it? I haven't got very far with it, but uh, it, uh, oh. I just started watching it, but it, it, yes, yes, and I've suddenly realised that, that they don't speak quite the same language as me. Although some people would probably argue differently. Well, you don't speak the same language as you, do you? Because you started out speaking something and then you got trained by the BBC, didn't you? I didn't beaten out of me by the BBC, yeah. So otherwise, how would you be talking? Um, I'd have to have somebody talking to me from Accrington, which is where I originally come from. And then it oh would... Oh, God, uh, I won't say it. Accrington, Stanley. No, don't say it. <laughs> OK. Yeah. God, how many if times I, have if you I, heard that? Yeah. I wish I had a pound for every time somebody had said that because by now I'd have about four pounds. You, yeah, you have. That's how you made your fortune. My for- fortune of four pounds. <laughs> It'll be a turn-up for the books. <laughs> a turnip for the books. <laughs> now, right there is our podcast title. <laughs> OK. OK. Tell me, what's been happening then? About Johnny Depp. We're doing yeah. that one now. Fans pledged to buy cologne still advertised by actor after court finds he abused ex-wife. Evidence suggests defiant Johnny Depp fans have been buying 
Dior's Sauvage fragrance in support of the actor, who continues to be the face of the cologne despite a high court judge finding he violently abused his ex-wife during their relationship. Depp's been the face of the aftershave since its launch in 2015. I've just got to tell you the numbers. Okay, listen to this. First of all, he had to pay £630,000 in legal fees to the Sun newspaper after the court found that there was overwhelming evidence he attacked his then wife, Amber Heard, during the mid-2010s. I always feel a bit weird saying that. 2010s, yeah, yeah. 2010s, but yeah, the, no- the noughties this- they call it, don't they? Do yeah, the that's why I feel weird saying that. But um, this article is over the past few days, and it was only this month that the judgment came out. Yes, that's amazing. Can I just say quickly to finish that point is that he was rumored to have been paid between three and five million dollars, and his legal fees. I thought, oh my god, look at those legal fees, and then I was like, compared it to what he earned, but. I would do an advert for Savar for <laughs> half that, and I think I might put myself forward. I think, I mean, you can always work off the back of this podcast. It's got great leverage. Excellent. Um, we'll, we'll put it forward. <laughs> yeah, okay. amongst the doggers of Holden Hill. And I can also dress up as a pirate as well. <laughs> I've, good, d- I've good done for you, this. Phil. <laughs> there, there, is, there is photographic evidence, so. Oh, have you come on here to peddle your wares? Well, you know, I just... Uh, <laughs> I'm going to undercut Johnny Depp. <laughs> well, good luck with that. But um, I don't know if you heard what I said just now. No, amongst the. Uh, oh, let me finish. You did not let me finish. <laughs> I said we've got great traction amongst the doggers of Holden Hill. And you were like, I can dress as a pirate. Maybe you should dress <laughs> as a pirate down there. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Those two things could go together. You can make all of, like, 50p and... Yeah. A packet of crisps. <laughs> packet of crisps. Burt's crisps. Yeah, but the thing is, they want they want Johnny Depp, and as I said on the, um, I won't call it the original podcast. This is this strikes the, strikes it out, as I said to Ando. Kate Moss, when she was filmed snorting a line of coke, everyone was up in the mm. air thinking she'd lose her contracts. Did she? Hell, some were lost at the time, and then she just went on to build a, you know, an increasingly strong brand of her risque image. I can't believe I just came out with that. I, <laughs> like, I, shit, I, I, after too much. I wonder, wrong. and if I'm, and, and if this suggestion is right, it's slightly worrying. But I wonder how much of it is in, and I'm also using a cliche, I wonder how much of this is the kind of bad boy thing about saying that in some kind of advertising, in some kind of products, it's great to be able mm. to push the idea of the kind of rough edge, slightly unruly, slightly bad boy. Mm. And that might in some ways actually work in his advantage. Did that work with you as a pirate? It did work, that, yes, yeah. <laughs> what, yeah. What, what did it bring to your persona? Um, it, it gave me a slot on Watch With Mother in 1968. <laughs> From that to the ridiculous, I think we've done Johnny. Okay. He okay. features quite heavily in our quiz as well, for obvious reasons. If yeah. any, you know anything about that case, a lot of trivia was collected over the year from the names of their dogs to what was waiting in his bed after Amber had finished in there. (laughs) (laughs) Right, Yes. Okay. have you got got a gem for me, Phil? Yeah, it's um, (laughs) 
sort of teased it a little bit earlier on. It relates to somebody called Melissa Young. What's interesting about this, I'm going to actually read you the first line of how it was reported in the Daily Record, because I have issues with this. And that is that it says, a transsexual killer's tormented and chaotic life as a vice girl has been revealed by her former sex sauna boss. Okay. You get the gist of the story about what it is. Um, Melissa Young is transsexual, and the general story is that uh, she didn't appreciate the fact that when she tried to give a Christmas present to a neighbour back in 2013, he didn't really like it. Uh, it wasn't received very well. She got angry and stabbed him furiously to death. What concerns me about that top line is the fact that, that, that she's immediately identified, not by the fact that she's been involved in an extremely brutal murder, but the fact that she's transsexual. Mm, well... I guess it sells papers, otherwise they wouldn't do it. Well, so, so there's a lot of things that sell newspapers as well, but we still shouldn't do it. I'm sorry, I'm just, I'm just throwing in a bit of an ethical no, stance. Fine, but I but do anyway, think you've anyway, missed anyway, an important young, detail there, Phil. But yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> just throwing that in for a point of argument. So, Melissa Young is... No, uh, no, no. Do you know what detail I'm driving at? Do you have an inkling? About the detail of the crime. Of what it was, the Christmas present that she didn't like. No, I don't oh, a pair, this is this is quite an important detail, a pair of unisex trainers and a copy of the Sun newspaper's slightly raunchy 2014 calendar. Yes, that's right. <laughs> oh, it was, it was the trainers. I'm oh sorry, my. but people have been murdered over much less. Yeah, they have, actually. <laughs> OK, I mean, you, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, you know, she should have known better. She gave him Adidas. I don't... The, the idea of unisex trainers, I mean, it's got nothing to do with me opposing anything transgender. I, you know, I don't really mind what side your bread's buttered, but unisex trainers, I just don't really understand. In my mind, it conjures up toe socks. You know those <laughs> funny old shoes? Yes, I, I know to, toe socks, but uh, toe socks don't exist anymore. Or do, they? or do they? Maybe they do. I think they do. I have a friend who's slightly obsessed with them. I don't know if she's listening to this. Give us a shout if um, if this has pressed your <laughs> buttons. We digress. Yes. Yeah. No, but I can sort of yeah wrong set of trainers and uh, the raunchy calendar. I I I mean also you read the rest of this article. This was in Edinburgh. It was in 2013, and Melissa Young at 37 launched an appeal against the murder conviction that she has and her former what's described as her sex sauna boss i'm not exactly sure exactly what that means but it, it, you can probably work it out um, um, i can give you an idea <laughs> well, i, I, I don't know. understand what's unclear about that is it too smoky in there <laughs> i don't know it's just i it, it's it's tabloid no i know he it? he sold he sold his story blatantly totally and utterly um, it, it, yeah, and, uh, well, I mean, the fact that he's called Sher. Yeah, he's called Sher. And just says all sorts of bitchy things about rivalling over her facelift and things like that. And, and that she had, really, she had that no boobs and needed a boob job and stuff like that. <laughs> it's interesting that, the, that, you know, at one point it's referred to as a sex sauna, and then another part it's referred to as a salon. A salon. <laughs> so what happens if people get these two things confused? I'm going down the salon this afternoon. Could be a hot visit. <laughs> <To the> hot <laughs> visit yes. a for a, I'm, go, I'm going down the salon for a blow dry. 
<laughs> yeah, Phil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Careful. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Let's get this straight, though. Young, Melissa Young, was is, ostensibly, six foot three inches and used the name Chloe at work, but began life as a man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. OK. Uh-huh, here we go. She'd become a woman in 2002 after being brought up as Richard McCabe in Perth. Yeah, Perth in Scotland, yeah. Not Perth in Australia, just to make that really clear. OK. I presume so from the Scottish connections here. Um, so yes, <laughs> and, and, and um, yeah. her neighbour was ten years older, forty-seven year old. And um, before that, though, even before that, there had, there had been some sort of history between these two. There'd been a little bit of conflict, even though she was obviously kind enough to offer him this calendar and unisex trainers. Um, <laughs> six months earlier, she'd locked him in her flat and threatened him with a knife. He was yeah, so frightened. She said, she said he, he then leapt from a first floor balcony to escape. First floor? Yeah. <laughs> He was clearly all right. But the devil's I, in the detail on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Well, just, you know, well, I mean, if, if it's a seventh floor balcony, it's going to be a different story. She, he's not going to be available for her to go and give any Christmas presents to later on. Well, the sure, can't, can't really take that seriously, yeah. can you? Does um, tell the, the press, along with all the other, these other details, that um, Young had had quite a troubled life and was really suffering from some sort of mental stresses and troubles so uh, yeah something that we're not unfamiliar with that uh, you didn't let me finish podcast uh, are there extenuating factors on people's mental health taking their toll and coming out in the form of violence quite often so uh, melissa seems to be a bit of a disaster zone i think she bit a prison warder a little bit into her sentence as well mm. awful really yeah it is it's awful it's, it's you know there's a whole issue about the nature of the criminal justice system and and the pressures on it being put by mental health issues um but, but don't let that overshadow that's probably the, much the, too serious for this nature of podcast. the funny aspect of the fact that yes. i tried to pick a christmas present dispute ah. <laughs> to lighten the tone of murder <laughs> as usual i'm talking of lightening the tone uh we did talk about this five thousand pound hoax nude game show challenge do you want me to recap a bit, Phil, or does that explain it? I, that was last I, week. I know, I remember this. I know this one. I know this one. Oh, okay. Um, it, well, yeah. I was going to say, yeah. it's basically just a kind of live scam, isn't it? It's actually a person-to-person scam. It, yes, but a bit weird, though. I mean, oh, yeah, hi, Mr. TV producer. Come in, and I shall uh, perform naked yoga positions for you. No probs. <laughs> cool. Do you know what this reminds or me of? Or is that your one, Phil? That's mine. Um, it says naked yoga, and uh, uh, and what was Ben's? Ben said that he would. He was really like grasping at straws, and you could see that he was trying to find something sort of palatable to say. Because all we ever talk about is things like dogging, dirty Sanchez, felching, like that kind of thing. And then he has he gets a bit coy when it comes to things like this, and he didn't want to implicate himself, so he finally settled on naked cycling. Naked. <laughs> what would mine so there be? you go. I might have I to do a mock-up. Ma- for... Naked darts. Naked darts. That's yours, is it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. That's very dangerous, Phil. Well, well only if you throw. I hadn't even the asked you to direction. pick one. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Darting I mean, about. Yeah, you know. I mean, you, yeah, yeah, you I mean, do dart you... about, Phil. That's what you I, do in I a newsroom. I've seen you. 
Yes, I do. It's uh, <laughs> what, what's the phrase about less haste and more speed? So do you, you've do got you naked darts. This, do you know what this nude game show thing reminds me of? Do we want to know, Phil? I think it's quite interesting because um, it oh, it's sort of before your time, I think. Oh, uh, you lady. are lovely. Um, but it goes back to a show that was running on New York cable TV station called, I think it was called Ugly George. Well, um, I know it's Ugly Betty. I uh, no, no, Ugly no. Betty. This is not. It was a. It was a. It was so lowbrow. It was. It was. It was quite unbelievable. What happened? Basically, what Ugly George would do is he would go out with a uh, with a cameraman, uh, with an old VHS. Uh, it would have been handheld camcorder and he would go up to people in the street usually women and try to persuade them to expose parts of their body and uh, and then that would then and if they were like ankles or uh, bunions with an ankle yeah and then after <sighs> they'd been persuaded to do this they would then uh, uh, you know and he'd be quite open about what it was about oh this is for the ugly george show it's going to be going here. and so he'd get these various women often who were a little bit um, disorientated or a bit drunk or confused or what's going on and the next thing they'd know it would be shown on uh, some really well certainly not very popular uh, game show type thing in in New York it must have been about 1918 the reason why I know about this is because the first time I ever heard about Ugly George was when uh, it was in the 1980 presidential elections when they were talking about it would have been who would have been it been Ronald Reagan uh, that got in, and they were talking on TV about examples of American popular culture and entertainment. And they thought this one was so extreme <laughs> that they spoke about this program. Was it good? That was awful. It was absolutely so awful. So did they show it on telly here? Yes, they did show it because I was sitting up. I wanted to know the results because being <laughs> yeah, yeah, you were a big ugly I'd be, George I'd fan. I'm 18 years old, and I wanted to know what the result of the uh, oh, you uh, wanted to see women's ankles. So I was up half the night. So this was about three o'clock in the morning that they showed an example of uh, of the particularly sordid end of American lowbrow TV. Oh, I would have loved it. <laughs> you probably would. <laughs> Well, thank ugly you George for that. Show. Look it up. So, well, we'll see. I mean, maybe it'll ring a bell with any of our seniors. Yeah. <laughs> Listeners. <laughs> it has to probably be at least my age, I think, yeah. Some of the local never, radio yeah. audience I brought with me to the podcast. I mean, I think in New York itself, it probably had an audience of about 12. Uh, it, oh, well, it that's was... the same as local radio then, I <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I am unkind about my... Uh, my livelihood for a few years. I would like to now bring you into a quiz as our honorary guest for the week. Oh, I'm not looking forward to this. I heard about oh, this. Go on, go on. Well, it's, it's very... It's actually using your common sense, of which I've heard you have bountiful and plentiful amounts. I have here a document which the Crown Prosecution Lawyer, I can never say that, outlines the 12 crimes of Christmas. And this okay. being a true crime podcast, as you know, and a, a, a subject I don't think that you're altogether too disinterested in, Phil, am I right? Mm -hmm. You've covered a lot of crime in your time, haven't you? 
<laughs> I've probably done a lot of crime in my time. Oh, I nearly said it that way around, and I, I say that to people, and then this is the only time I didn't. What crimes have you done? <laughs> what crime? <laughs> well, I've, got, I've had a few, I've had quite a lot of parking tickets. Um, <laughs> you, you do strike me as a parking ticket kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want. Well, you I run once, around um, newsrooms accruing piles of parking tickets. I once managed to lock my keys inside the car on double yellow lines with the engine running. Mm, is that a crime? Uh, yes, several cr- crimes. It's on double yellow <laughs> lines. And if you leave the car with the engine running, it's known as quitting, which is an offence in itself oh, as well. Really? Quitting? Yeah. Is yeah. it? The parking ticket thing, just go hopping around a bit. I saw a children's film, which I think this is the second week I'm talking about, The Godmother, which I really enjoyed. And it had Ali G's wife in it. Um, at the Oh, was it in that film? I'm not sure. I think it was oh, that. There you go. There that, you see, on, uh, you've, you've identified her as Ali G's wife. Yeah. Julie. <laughs> Okay, um, yeah, but I think I've, I've got the wrong film. It was a kid's film I was watching with my four-year-old. And the, one of the characters in the film had this van and he said, oh, I'm just going to file that parking ticket. And he opened the glove compartment and threw it in. <laughs> Is that what your car's like? No, I, it's not anymore. There, there have been times in my life when it's been a little bit like that, yeah. Have you paid someone to deal with it? I um, I think one of the best ways of dealing with it was to spend less time in London. Because ah. then you just... Because mm. if you spend lots of time in London, you get lots of parking tickets. tickets. That's London. how it works. Yeah, I mean, I think people got to the point where they felt that they were paying parking tickets in order for certain... to break certain road rules. I mean, I knew someone who used to use bus lanes and he's like, I pay for this. <laughs> <In fines>. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, mine. Yes. <laughs> he used to drive. He was one of those people who used to drive like go kart cars, like tiny little Fiestas with things falling yes. off and stuff. And you just see him going down the fast lanes like a cartoon character. Well, what the police officer said at the time, I probably need mm. to check it because I never did. Um, it was uh, quitting. He said it's quitting. Quitting. Because he said he wasn't going to do me for that. But he says technically, if you leave the vehicle with the engine running, it's known as quitting, and I can book you. So for how that. did you deal with the situation? What happened? Well, it was quite a long process actually, because I was actually I I got out to go to cash point. Uh, I had to phone somebody who had uh, a spare set of keys to the car. Uh, they had to drive over from another town, which was six miles away, and meet me and unlock the car, and um, that was it. But I got, a, I got a parking ticket, but it could have been worse. Did you say, I consider this my citizenly payment for use of bus lanes and other <laughs> areas of the road I'm not supposed to occupy? A good day. <laughs> well, the thing was, I decided it might... There was, there, was an, uh, there was another occasion. I can't remember what I'd actually gone into. Was it curb crawling? No, I think I knocked somebody off a motorbike. Sorry, you knocked someone off the motorbike? Yeah, I knocked somebody off a motorbike. Uh, Are you a bit of a liability to invite on a podcast, Phil? You know, he, he, was, he, was, actually, <laughs> he was actually okay. And, Glad to um, hear it. And I, I was, I, I was sort of, I, I, I was a much younger driver at the time, and I was, I remember, I was driving down the road, and and I turned right when I shouldn't have turned right uh, because I wasn't really concentrating because I was listening to Chaka Khan extremely loudly in my car, and um, <laughs> we the next thing I knew, anything less. 
uh, <laughs> and the, the next thing I remember is uh, this um, sort of uh, large helmeted person bouncing off my bonnet. And uh, so obviously I stopped and I was, uh, well, to put it politely, I was shitting myself as to what I'd done. And I hoped to be, I got out. The bizarre thing was, he was lying in the road. I was saying, don't move, don't move. He was chatting away. And as he was chatting away, and we were waiting for the police and the the ambulance and everybody else to come. He was actually lying on his back and he was saying, it's really interesting this thing has happened to me today because it was only yesterday that I was uh, reading an article in Motorcycle Weekly on what to do if you get hit by a car and how to roll. Mm-hmm. And uh, so obviously he put something into Seriously, Effect. some kind of guardian angel was looking after him because he was about to yeah, come and, and the across the what? Cherm's path. <laughs> <laughs> and the bizarre thing was, he phoned me that evening to ask if I was all right. <laughs> that's so you. And <laughs> um, that's brilliant. Sorry, 12 crimes of Christmas. You're trying to get away from the queers. Yes, I sort of am, really am. Go on, tell me what the spikes are in. Uh, you can get, I think the question to Ben was, can you get six of the 12? And I don't know how he did, maybe he got about four, but I can lie, I can say he got two because there's no evidence of it because he can't mm. press record. What are they then, <laughs> Phil? Da, 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 da. Right, let's hear it. The 12 crimes these. of Christmas, Phil Charm said to me. A partridge in a pear tree. This is the Go danger on, of doing podcasts in the evening. I ben and I record at 8am, so no one's drunk. What's the question? The 12 crimes of Christmas. A senior Crown prosecution lawyer has warned the public dangers of what he calls the 12 crimes of Christmas. Serious misdeeds. Serious misdeeds, I love that, which tend to increase during the festive season. It was Nazir Afsal, by the way. Oh, Nazir. Was it Nazir Afsal? Yes, that's what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> was that is, that is that my first question <laughs> no <laughs> i want you to guess what the 12 crimes of christmas are and then you can go into the peace of your own life okay 12 crimes of christmas um they've got to be <sighs> drunk driving yep okay mm. um domestic violence is always up Mm, yeah, yeah, it's in there, but okay, yeah, go on, it's in there. Theft, I'm going to say well, yeah. burglary. Yep, yep. Oh, hang on, burglary's not, there are different types of theft. Carry on anyway, carry on. Yes, of course there are, yeah, but, uh, but I'm specifically saying yeah, burglary. Yeah, but it's not think... covering burglary here, which is interesting. Go on. Okay. Fraud. Very good. And... There's going to be quite a lot of sex-related crimes as well. So assault, rape, and so on, I would think. Yep, I'm saying uh, yes, because I'm just going to... I'm going to read out... Because it says street robbery here. So when you're saying, like, theft, it's quite specific. OK, y- yes. Well, and street car robbery. theft a- appears to be quite a big one. And then, of course, drink-fueled assaults will cover the sex... Sex. Yes, it, well, 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 no, yeah, it may, it may not. Um, I, yeah, because street robbery, well, that's from from person, and I imagined it would probably be burglary as in property. You're being much more analytical than Ando. He was just interested in getting to the, his naked cycling story. Okay, that, that, <laughs> but, um, that, 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 is a, that is a crime. Yes, crime to the saddle. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um, shoplifting. Oh, yeah, that seems like an obvious one, yeah. 
Um, and apparently making off without paying for services such as restaurant and bar tabs. And I presume within that, I don't know if it's got anything to do with drink driving either, that, I mean, I'm making this up now, that people go away from petrol pumps without paying quite a lot then over Christmas. Yeah. Especially now with COVID hitting everyone's pockets it's really, so hard. It's really stupid to try that though, isn't it? I mean, people just, you know, you just can't... Have you tried it, Phil? I've never tried that. I've literally never tried that. ANPRS, you know, now anyway, and you know, your number plates photographed. Unless you're going in on somebody else's number plates, I suppose you could get away with it because you could be wearing a mask now, couldn't you? You could justify wearing a mask, going on false true. number plates, fill up your tank with diesel, and clear off. <laughs> and then your car stops like. 20 metres out of the petrol station. Yeah, yeah. Yes, because it's Shit. meant to take petrol and you just put diesel in it. Yeah. Hey, um, did you say harassment and stalking, Phil? I'm going to say I did say harassment and stalking. Although, no, I didn't, actually. But So thank you for that <laughs> little nudge. Cheeky bugger. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, Can I, I just say the, se- the subordinate clause to that? Yes. Due to people trying to rekindle old relationships, says Nazir. Do you think that's what he does underneath his ex-girlfriend's window every Christmas? <laughs> I do this. That's bizarre. So really, really, is that something that people particularly do at Christmas then, do you think? Do you I think, love oh, you. I'm in for a lonely <laughs> Christmas. Oh, oh, what happened to that girl I used to know back in 1973? <laughs> That's really sad, isn't it? I mean, it's not sad like boohoo sad. It's tragic sad. Yeah, it is. Just get a yeah. life. Go yeah. and go and make off without paying for services instead. It's much yes. more fun. Yeah, indeed. I mean, that's actually more profitable because if you get together with that person that you've been desperately wanting to, even if you, if you, even if you hassle that person then you're probably going to end up starting to shower them with gifts they don't really want. So that just costs you loads of money. So if you clear off having got services in a I wouldn't mind having a stalker if they showered me with gifts. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> as a recipient, that's fine. But as the No, actually, it's a pain in the bum. <laughs> it depends what they give you. No, no, it's a pain in the bum having a stalker because you might not fancy a stalker after a little while. And then they're no. still there. <laughs> Fuck off. No. I, have a, I have a feeling that's part of the case, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of people think, oh, it'd be great having a stalker. I actually have some, to be a, some attention and somebody who wants to talk to me. And, uh, and, but I think it's probably not very nice in real life. <laughs> and on that understatement of the century, Philip Cherm, it's been an absolute pleasure. It's, it's been a, a sort of pleasure, I think, as well. Has it? Um, Has it been all right? It's You're not... very gallant in stepping in. And in fact... Yeah. In fact, it's I'd like you n- to do it again. Awful. Would you like to do it again? No. Oh, well, maybe the listeners can vote with their fingers on that one. <laughs> uh, yeah, the usuals. You didn't let me finish. Podcast at gmail.com. And at YDLMF podcast is our Twitter handle. We try to make them as difficult as possible and people are still getting through. So that's a bonus. And yes, give us your feedback about Phil. He'd love to hear it. Oh, and I wanted to say thank you. We've had some nice emails. Um, A really nice one from what we mentioned it earlier with Ben. But if you don't get a chance to check out our visual YouTube Christmas specially quiz, then Francis, thank you very much for your lovely email. It did make me chortle and it hit on my favourite topic of dogging as well and I can't believe that you actually had personal experience of hanging out down the dogging site when you were trying to get your kids to sleep 
there you go. Well, actually, yeah, hang on. Oh, no, no, sorry. That was your friend who went to get her kids to sleep down there and noticed that all the doggers were wearing wedding rings and was really shocked. And I thought it was quite, there was quite an irony in that, that um, that you care about stuff like that, whether they're married or not. Surely you're just like, don't do that in my wood where I'm trying to walk my dog. (laughs) (laughs) Do Do you dog, Phil? We used to have dogs when I was a child. That's as do far you do, as my do dogging you indulge goes. In dogging? I don't do dogging. No, I don't do dogging. Do you do any of that, um, the Eddie swinging stuff? <laughs> <laughs> um, I have been known to take children down the park and put them on the swings. Oh my God, can not I, to be... Quick, quick, <laughs> Please don't mix <laughs> those say, Only my own children. I don't do this. I don't randomly find... It's yes, getting worse. It really so I'm just <laughs> clarifying that point so that I don't get myself into any trouble. But no, no, I, I don't... I just don't think that sort of thing is a very good spectator sport. Yes, I can imagine the hazards, potentially. Oh, uh, yes, yeah. Other than you have to keep moving your car if you're trying to keep your children asleep. <laughs> Yes, I um, hope they have very severely tinted glass. Oh, God, in your drug dealer car down the dogging spot. <laughs> well, that says it all about you, really, Phil. Yes, it is. Would you Would you like to guest again? Um, would I like to guest again? Um, well, your guest is as good as mine. Um, <laughs> With puns like that, you're going to knock... Ando off his spot soon. <laughs> I may leave this to the professionals, but Jelly um, in the meantime, it has been a pleasure. Oh, great. I'm glad you've enjoyed it a bit. You can go <laughs> go bang your head against the wall now. <laughs> yes. Take out a bit of frustrations on the wine. It has, okay. it has been a pleasure. If, it has, if and, and I'd like to say a very happy Christmas to you. Thank and you. Yours. And yours. And I would like to wish a very happy Christmas to all of the YDLMF listeners and uh, subscribers and downloaders oh good i'm glad you mentioned that because i did want to say i never say the professional things that i should say and i'm supposed to say it right at the beginning of the podcast and i just haven't sorted anything out so i wanted to thank people and i wanted to say to subscribe and follow and everything if you like it just show with your fingers because otherwise we don't chart and stuff because it really counts and i know that some of you have so thanks a zillion for that and thank you all for listening the year has been a bit of a crazy one for all of us i know but um hopefully we can have a restful christmas and thank you for all the support you've all been wonderful and we wouldn't have been able to carry on without you did you say a rectal christmas Mm, i think that might just be yours chum is that what you're wishing for from santa no and his bulging sack (laughs) hey I'm, i'm listening to you on a dubious audio device yeah i've heard that excuse before i just want to quickly say particularly thanks to guy and um aka big our big bear and glamorous news lady a podcast she wrote ian uh, and of course old grumpy bear bernando as well oh we're not to forget our dear dear friend the paint and poet oh yes and, and many of the other poets who've written in thank you all for your contributions you're marvelous and um, we love you lots and stay with us because i want to know what you think of the quiz so try and do the questions yourself and let us know how many you've got as well love you lots thank you very much phil you're a gem uh, you're, you're very welcome merry christmas to, to you and to all the listeners